Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala eşrafil enbiyeyi vel mursalin. Muhammedun Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahibi ve sellem. Tesliman kathiran kathira. Fahman ba'du. My brothers and sisters and elders, how many of you have heard this statement which says, don't work hard, work smart. Have you heard this? Don't work hard, work smart, right? You believe that? You don't know if you believe it or not. Huh? Let me put a spin on this. When they say don't work hard, work smart, they don't really mean don't work hard. They mean work smart meaning work hard on the right things. Because let me give you some good news or bad news, whichever way, whichever way you want to see it. And that is that without hard work you get nothing. Simple as that. No matter how smart you think you are, if you are not working hard on what you are trying to become expert in, you will not succeed. Let me give you some real life examples, not just my opinion. Andrea Agassi. Who was Andrea Gassi? Tennis player, right? The tennis player with the most powerful service ever in the history of tennis. He started playing tennis at the age of five. At the age of seven, his father built <clears throat> a tennis ball throwing machine because the actual machines in the market were first of all expensive. Secondly, <clears throat> they didn't throw the ball hard enough for his father. So his father built a machine which he called the Dragon, which fired tennis balls at 100 miles per hour. And he, Andre, little seven-year-old kid, was supposed to hit those balls back harder. And his father, he said, used to yell at him. He say, hit over and over. Hit harder, hit harder, hit harder. And he did that quite literally by the time he got onto any kind of professional competition, millions of times. Not even thousands, millions of times. And that's how he became the most powerful serve in tennis. Very hard work. Then he went into the area of education because he didn't get much of an education. His father started him on tennis and full-time tennis. So he was very focused on education. And now he has something called the Andrea Agassi Foundation for Education with 79 schools in the United States uh, which run from an endowment fund that is created of $169 million. Collectively, there have 38,000 children studying in those 79 schools. My next example for you, Kobe Bryant, right? Because you got basketball people here, Kobe Bryant. They say about him that when they returned from a match which they had won, you're not talking about losing, a match which they had won, when they returned, <clears throat> everyone in their team would go home because they probably they are flying across the country or something back, they are tired in the night. 
everyone in the in the team would go home except Kobe Bryant. Where did he go? He went to the gym to do what? To practice the two baskets that he missed on that court. He didn't lose the match. Nothing. He just missed two baskets. Those he practiced for hours before he actually went home. And that is after they won the match. Now, they said that sometimes their coach, when they were traveling, the coach would call for a breakfast meeting at 8 a.m. And all the players said, we used to curse the coach. Why must we meet at 8 a.m.? It's like too early. He said, but when we went to the breakfast meeting at 8 a.m., Kobe would come in and he would be drenched in sweat. He said, where were you? He says, I was in the gym from 5 a.m. So before the 8 a.m. breakfast meeting, Kobe Bryant had been working out for three hours. Shooting hoops and working out three hours before 8 a.m. Third example, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is considered to be the best golfer that ever existed. Right? The best golfer that ever existed. Now his coach, Hank Haney, his swing coach, he says that that Tiger Woods sleeps for maybe four hours if he oversleeps for five hours. That's it. He is up early, goes to the gym. He is in the gym from 6 to 6.30, from 6.30 to 6.30 to 8.30. So two hours in the gym every morning. He said when I would be rolling out, he would be coming back from the gym. Then we'd have breakfast and we would be on the practice tee by 8.45 or 9. Usually, it's a short game first, which means nine, 9 holes or pitch shots. Then he would go to the full swing, hit a full swing on the driving range. Then he would want to play 9 holes again. We go play 9 holes again and go eat lunch back to the driving range. Go hit balls, go play 9 more holes. Go work on the putting. After that, some more short games. And this is what he used to call on his off days. When he wasn't actually competing in a tournament. On his off days. That's his schedule. And the one wonderful quote of Woods, which I completely agree with. He says, there's no such thing as staying the same. Uh, Listen carefully. There is no such thing as staying same. You are either getting better or you're getting worse. There's no such thing as staying the same. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Now, if you link this in with the third law of thermodynamics, what do you get? You don't get better. You always get worse. Unless you work, you get better. If you sit in one place, you can only go one way, and that is downwards. So the law of thermodynamics, you leave it alone, it will go bad. No such thing as being the same. You are either working hard to improve, or you're going backwards, believe me. You're going backwards. So it's not a question of working hard or smart. It's a question of working hard on the right things. 
if anyone thinks that they can get to anywhere in life and become expert at something and become differentiating on something without working hard, then I've got to ask them, brother, what are you smoking? Because you're not, you're not in this world, you're floating somewhere. Because that's not the law that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. The law Allah created was what? Allah said that a man can have only what he works for. That applies to the Akhirah. It applies also to this dunya. You can only get what you work for. So I remind myself and you. Seriously. And the young ones and the old ones. If you really want something out of life. Get serious. Get serious. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Every single second is important. Every action you do, ask yourself, what is my return on this action? I'm spending five minutes of my life, this five minutes, what am I getting out of this? And don't say I'm having fun. That's what a cow has. That's what a dog has, chasing a stick. That's not for human beings. You must have fun doing productive stuff. It is great fun, believe me. Not just wasting your life, not just throwing things here and there, no. Not just Xbox or whatnot, right? The only people who have a positive thing about Xbox is the one who develop it and sell it. They're making money. The people who are buying it are suckers. You're helping that fellow to get rich, nothing else. You're blowing away your life so somebody else gets sick, gets, uh, gets rich. That, that's what, what do you call it? Get serious. We have only this much of time in life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it to us for a purpose. Let's use it. Let us become remarkable where... Because we walked the earth, it made a difference to somebody. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and to be with us and to be and to open our hearts to his nur and to his knowledge of his deed.